It's time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Tuesday, April 14th. Gold powered higher again on Monday, rising as much as $40 from the lows in early Sunday evening trading to close at $1,761. As this was being written, gold was up another $10 in evening Globex computer trading, although I believe that has been given back and is now in the red slightly by a couple dollars. The Mining Stock Journal's Dave Kranzler said that gold appears to be technically overextended, but in his 19 plus year experience, gold trading gold that it can become even more overbought before a corrective pullback occurs. Silver remains an enigma as it fell 52 cents to or 3.2% on Monday. The Mining Stock Journal said that in all likelihood, the hedge fund computer algorithms were treating silver like an industrial and were selling COMEX paper silver in correlation with the drop in the general stock market. The mining stocks were up 7% as represented by the Huey Amex Gold Bugs Index. The Mining Stock Journal commented that the GDX ETF is up 62% since March 13th. That's crazy to believe. The newsletter added that it would not be surprised to see GDX double again from here before the end of the summer, if not sooner. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers in just a moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 10 billion pounds of copper and 18 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSC American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Troilus Gold reported initial results from its 6,000-meter drill program from the southwest zone of the company's Troilus property in Quebec. The company says all drill holes reported herein successfully intersected gold and demonstrated geology similar to the main Z87 mineralized zone located less than 3.5 kilometers away. Results reported this morning included 1.65 grams per ton gold equivalent over 33 meters, which is less than 75 meters from surface. The company says the southwest zone may have the potential to add to Troilus's already compelling estimated mineral resource, which includes 4.71 million ounces of indicated gold equivalent and 1.76 million ounces of inferred gold equivalent, as announced in November of last year. Troilus trades on the TSX with TLG and on the OTCQB with CHXMF. Northern Vertex announced this morning they have commenced construction of a $2.1 million, 6.9 mile electrical transmission system and has completed a definitive non-dilutive term loan financing agreement, which will secure the long-term low-cost power supply to the Moss Mine. System design is complete, long lead time items have been purchased, and construction of the system is expected to be completed in Q3 of this year. Northern Vertex is partnering with Mojave Electric Corp for 
both the finance and the construction of the long-term sustainable grid power supply. Once complete, the Northern Vertex expected life of mine savings will be up to $20 million and a $50 decrease in their all-in sustaining cost. Northern Vertex trades on the TSX Venture with NEE and on the OTC with NHVCF. Kinkora Copper announced today they have been granted a new exploration license of the Never Tire project located on the Lachlan Fold Belt of New South Wales, Australia. The region was previously the focus of St. Barbara's Big Gold Lachlan project and Mara Joint Group project that covered various separate license areas across the 80-kilometer strike. Kinkora is in, is in advanced preparations to commence phase one drilling at the Trundle project and will provide an update in due course. Kinkora Copper trades on the TSX Venture with KCC. And back with us once again today is Kai Hoffman to deliver this week's weekly update in financing news. Hey, what's up? My name is Kai Hoffman. I'm the CEO of Orin Inc. And welcome to another update of the Orin Inc. Index. The Orin Inc. Index plummeted to a record low in the week ending April 13th to 9.14 points from only 26.86 points the week before. And this is as COVID-19 North America and financing activity just completely ground to a halt. This is the lowest score I've seen ever since I took over Orin Inc. in the September of 2016. And I don't think looking back at the data, we've had any lower scores. Reason for that is the number of financings decreased to nine. We didn't see any brokered financings or any bought deal financings. Total dollars decreased to $6 million. Those are dollars opened last week, financings opened last week. The average offer size dropped to $0.9 million, which is also a three-week low. And uh, just to go back to the $6 million, that's a 65-week low. That's insane. At 65-week low, I'm guessing I was around Christmas time last year that we saw that at such a low number. Major financing's opening, uh, almost embarrassing to mention, but uh, Winston Resources is doing a 1.5 million best efforts offering, and Plateau Energy Metals also opened a $1.4 million offering. We've seen uh, major financing closings that look, looks a little better because Orla fi- Mining closed their $75 million bought deal. Northern Superior Resources closed a $3.92 million financing and Goldex Mining closed a $2.5 million offering. That's it for us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, but also make sure to follow us on Twitter to get weekly updates on the index, but also top 10 financings and other trends in the sector. Thank you. With the government of Quebec's decision to authorize the resumption of mining activities in the province, we have a few operations which announce reopenings today. Yamana says the Canadian Malarctic mine will resume operations tomorrow. And El Dorado Gold says the company will also begin ramping up operations at Lamac as well. And in Ontario, McEwen Mining has decided to restart the Black Fox mine. And we also have production numbers from many different companies They are also available. We do not have time to go through all of them this morning because there are quite a few, but companies reporting today did include First Majestic, Fiore Gold, Caldas Gold, Avino Silver and Gold, Grand Columbia, Fortuna Silver, McEwen Mining, and Torex Gold. You can find all those news releases on the newsroom page of the Junior Mining Network. So that's going to wrap things up for us today. We'll be back throughout the rest of today and this week. Thank you so much for tuning in every single day and appreciate all of your emails as well. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. 
It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. That's it from us today. Have a wonderful day and be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.